Summer. Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash, Tony Squires, the KFC Summer Session. Yes, indeed. Today, Mark Bosnich is back. Hey! The Boz. Uh, Gilly is at the cricket. He will catch. We'll catch up with him later in the show. That'll be amazing. We'll have four people in the studio just talking over top of each other. Yeah, I hope he doesn't uh, have too much to drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's working, hey, Gilly, Boz. Hey, he's working, Boz. Now, I'm just interested. Uh, Pat Cash, Mark Bosnich. I'm tipping <laughs> you two would have been in England together at yes. various times, at, you know, at the peaks of your career and uh, well, various... A bit of history. You, yeah, you would. We well, we, being Aussie, Aussie sportsmen in London, there's yeah. not that many around, so... We immediately, bonded. <laughs> <laughs> we immediately bonded and 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 liars. Yeah, be a clear, a clear line. Uh, yeah, we bonded. We kept, we had a as a, a, uh, as a senior uh, as a senior partner in this friendship. Pat, like, uh, guide me on what I can and can't say this afternoon about our relationship. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. I will. Wow. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Well, can, can I just then? I'll just prompt you because uh, uh, Cash, you, before you joined us in this show. Uh, Boz did reveal that he had some kind of system for when he was at the peak of his powers, yeah. uh, when he would go to a, a nightclub, yeah. and there was a percentage um, rating. Now, the rating, Boz, if, if you know, correct me if I'm wrong, yes. was the the ratio of the people who would turn to you, specifically women, yes. when you walked into the room. Yes. Uh, what was what was the Boz at his peak of his powers? Oh, yeah, 94 to 98. <laughs> at the peak, yeah, at the peak. Right, okay. Yeah. So you would have uh, knocked around with uh, Mr. Cash. Yeah, he's uh, up, buddy. Yesterday, Gilly said he was a very, very good-looking rooster. <laughs> he I think called, he called me a rooster. Yeah, the, uh, cash, the cash man was the cash man, buddy. He was right up there. Really? Even then. Really? That was about seven years ago. Eight was, years ago, he was still up there. What percentage are we talking about? Oh, but low 90s. Imagine at his peak, it must have been around 98. <laughs> what do you think the boss I was sat next to him? I was like, hey, I'll just take the, I'll take the substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> just, yes, it's going to be one of those afternoons. I think the it K- will be. The KFC summer session. Plenty to talk about. Hugh Hefner is 86. His wife is 26. Wish them a long and successful marriage. <laughs> if those two kids can't make it work, what hope is there for the rest of us? This is the KFC summer session on Triple M. This is the KFC summer session on Triple M. It's KFC summer session for the new Zing and Double. The legendary double is back at KFC. Good times. Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash, Tony Squires with you. Uh, for much of Australia, it's a very, very hot day with a prospect of even warmer weather over the next few days. Long stretches of heatwave conditions, certainly in Victoria, across Adelaide, inland New South Wales, parts of Queensland. Obviously dangerous times in terms of fire. There's a great deal of concern. A lot of people putting in a lot of effort uh, to get ready for that eventuation. So I was wondering, though, I'm thinking and looking at you, uh, Pat Cash, because I, I spoke to somebody at Coobapedia. I just thought I'd ring the people at Coobapedia because they are, they're, they're, most of their places are underground. Do you know anybody there? You just called up randomly. I just rang the pub. Uh, okay. when, when in doubt, you ring the pub. Is that right? Yeah, and a beautiful woman called Liz answered, and I said, well, you know, what's going on? Is, hey, it, is, is it hot in Coobapedia? She said, no, nah, it's not too bad today. It's real she said, 45. Okay. <laughs> 45 oh, degrees. 45. She said, it's been 48 or 49. And she's a little bit worried about the heat wave that's coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm serious? I'm serious. She's heard about the heat wave. Maybe. Exactly. But you, as a tennis player, a summer sport, yeah. have you been out and about in incredibly difficult conditions like that? Yeah, look, we got to. I mean, it's, that's the thing. Australia is obviously um, the hottest. It's, it's, it gets more extreme temperatures. In America, they are really bad humidity. New York, yeah. I mean, I mean it's, mm. it's sort of like playing in Brisbane, that sort of thing on the outside, so the humidity can get you. Florida, can Florida, that's some humidity. So the heat doesn't actually get up that mm. high. It's sort of 35, perhaps. But uh, you know, Melbourne and Adelaide, of course, get you know Perth get 40s. And mm. and the the first day of uh, the new the new stadium, which is Melbourne Park, mm-hmm. um, it was Flinders Park back then in '88. 
And uh, that was uh, that was two days in a row. The first day was 39 degrees, and they, they, they wanted me to play the night session. They said, Pat, we want, we want you to open the first night session that yeah. we've ever had at the Australian, Australian Open. And I was very keen to play in the daytime because tennis ball goes through the air faster in the, in the heat. Yeah. So uh, being an attacking player, that's what I wanted. I wanted that bonus. I had serving to play this. Yeah, like, serving like me, that was the same thing. That's right. You're an attacking player. <laughs> oh, I saw you. Yeah, I've Thanks, seen you there, all over the net like so you, a rash. So yeah. sure, she's quite a um, bit like that rash you got now. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, another story. Um, kids are listening. Uh, so I, play, I ended up having to play this guy called Thomas Muster, yeah, who, of course, became the one player in the world and won the French Open. So he's a really good baseliner. So I yeah. said, I want a fast condition. So I was happy to play in the 39, but it's, it's just a survival. Is what, that what, what that's, it comes down to, yeah. survival? It's just survival, yeah. What you don't the, chase for the drop shots. What degrees will they stop it at? Cashy. Uh, about uh, 38. They, 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 they stop it now around 38. There's an index that they have with humidity and various things. I don't think they should stop it. I don't. I don't tennis, athletes will stop. Their body will stop. They won't. They won't die hmm. on the court. And I think, being Australian, I think it gives a bonus to the Australian Australians. I, I, I don't see why they stopped it. Stop wow. it. The women have brought in the rule, and now they've followed it on. I, I don't agree with it. But the A League is there because they'll be yes. playing this weekend in, yeah. in Melbourne, and yeah, it's two games very, in Melbourne. Very, very, very hot. Melbourne Victory play at seven forty-five at Amy Park on Saturday night. I think that will be okay. Obviously, it's a night time, but four o'clock on Sunday. Mm. Melbourne Heart play Brisbane Raw, and I think it's thirty. I think it's something the same. About thirty-eight. Mm. And they have and they have two drink breaks. So they'll have it after twenty minutes in the first half and after twenty minutes in the second half. Yeah. They actually stop the game per se, but they have two drink breaks unless it gets above something like forty odd or something. The like that. The great thing about uh, athletes is yeah. we get paid, so we yeah. had the opportunity to win you know hundreds thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Correct. What yeah. if you're not? What if you're in a well, that's kitchen. true. You're, 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 well, then, <laughs> even if you are being paid, because huh? it makes me wonder where you are now, if you're in those conditions, uh, which are extreme, what is the worst kind of job that you have? Are you on a roof? It's got to be, uh, cook, got to be in the ba- kitchen. Baking bread, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, um, if I, like my, my father, fiberglass is in-ground swimming pools. That's hard. Because oh. the degrees inside the, the swimming pool oh, uh, yeah. is about five degrees hotter than it is outside. Then oh. you're working with, like, obviously, resins. And fiberglass and so forth, and then especially when you have to grind it, because yeah. you have to dress up and put all that stuff on and all that. So there you go. I reckon that's up there. What is the worst job in the stinking heat, and are you doing it? Give us a call one triple three five three on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's a hot summer afternoon on Triple M. That would mean it's the KFC Summer Session with Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash, Tony Squires, Gilly will join us later to talk cricket uh, when he gets finished. Uh, he is. As I said, very, very hot across much of the country, early 40s, and predicting that temperature to stick around for some days. Uh, Pat Cash, we talked about you playing tennis in that heat, and I know you're playing in Adelaide this weekend. I'm interested to see how you're going to go there. Mm. Uh, we asked you, what's the worst job, and how hot are you, James? G'day. Yeah, uh, I'm well, James. What's the story? Uh, a chicken shop. A chicken shop doing chicken what? Shop. We're, we're doing everything. We're cooking burgers. We've got deep fries going. We've got uh, 180 degree rotisseries and full oh. of um, just no air conditioning whatsoever. No air Ooh. conditioning? No such thing as air con. Uh, James, can I ask you, because I'm trying to get back to my playing weight, that's one of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> How does it go yeah. for weight-wise? Do you lose weight doing that? Because I might come down and help you out one day. <laughs> Look, you'd think, you think you'd come down, work here and not eat it, but when you're looking at it all day, you can't help it. <laughs> So, so it actually goes the other way. So you lose weight throughout the whole day, and right at dinner time you have this massive like chicken. big chicken burger with big mayo and that's tomato it. ketchup. That's exactly, that's exactly right. My, right. It must taste good, mate. Yeah, keep working, James. What about Dean? What what you doing? Uh, I can't hey, for a living. 
Cut hay. Okay. Uh, and what is there a sort of temperature that you stop you doing it or you keep it doing it? on your back? I mean, how, how do you cut oh, we, hay? We just, keep, we just keep going. If it's got to be put in the shed, it's got to get in the shed no matter what the temperature is. Oh, so you're lifting hay onto yeah. tractors. Wow. And, and what sort of temperature, uh, any temperature at all, you just keep doing it? We just keep going. We don't stop. Well, I suppose you've got to get it in, don't you? Otherwise, yeah, well, it gets... a couple of weeks ago before the big storms, we between... Five blokes, we need twenty eight hundred bales in eighteen hours. Oh, <laughs> I might, um, yeah, Mark, you, there you go. Uh, yeah, like, uh, that's that's what you want to be. Yeah, doing I was just going to say, Cash, I might, I might stick. So, so far, I'm going to stick with the, the flipping chickens. Yeah, <laughs> and a nice cold beer at the end of that. I'm tipping. Uh, Paul, what about you? What's the job? Um, ball or maker, mate. Okay, what temperatures are we looking at? Uh, sometimes from what any time from thirty five up to 55, 60 50. sometimes. Sixty. Oh, yeah. Has there ever been recorded six degrees Celsius in history? Uh, no, this is in a well after you preheated a bucket or something, you get in there to weld it. Oh. But you're, you're making, so obviously you're not just making the boilers, you're getting the boiling water in, in the boilers. No, 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 it's not a boiler, it's just, um, it's all metal fabrication and stuff like that. Wow. And what effect does it have on you? It uh, knocks you about a bit. Mm. All right. I it would. 55 degrees, that will do it. Unless you're sitting with a towel and you know, other blokes in Sweden, <laughs> you shouldn't really be in 55 degrees. <laughs> right. so yes, yeah. oh, yeah. I don't know what you were talking about there. <laughs> I wasn't sure where I was going with it. <laughs> Stuart, what about you? Where, where are you? Guys, okay, Stuart. Oh, good on. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, thanks, Stuart. What, what's what's the job? Yeah, I work for a water utility company, and uh, on these stinking hot days, we've got to unblock all the sewer pumps when they block up. Oh, no. And it's uh, it's pretty ripe, as you can imagine. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I jokingly said nappies, collecting nappies or something, but that's going to top that. Uh, so you yeah. got to lift these pumps out of like a six-metre well or something with oh. a crane, and it's got this chain that hooks up to the pump, and all the all these rags that people flush down the toilet are all... Hanging off the chain, they're dripping on your head as you're trying to, uh, you know. Oh, you're painting a beautiful picture, Stuart. A beautiful picture. You can imagine, and it just smells wonderful, too. Yeah, you must be looking forward to the next four or five days, are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you love it, your fish and chips afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those who are eating fish and chips as we speak, I, I'm sorry about that. Thanks so much, Stuart. That's my vote for Bozza so there far. You, there you go. That's, that's all. Are you playing in Adelaide? I, I am playing a little bit now. I hurt my knee. I had surgery yes. a few months ago, so I'm not playing the singles, but I will be there. I'll be doing great, a fun yeah. exhibition match with Martina Navratilova. Oh, wow. 40-degree English, oh, English as well. It's a, it's a, it'll be a night. So, so you'll be, be making cool. Martina do all the running, will you, in That's, the heat? Yeah, tell you what. If somebody's won 50 grand slams or something, she says yours, you, you turn and run. <laughs> <laughs> it's the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M. And all for the New Zealand Double. The legendary double is back at KFC. Good times. We were talking about the heat uh, all across Australia over the summer, certainly over the next few days, which made us think about the favourite kind of dad sayings describing how hot it is. You and you, it was always, always my life. Oh, your dad summer. had, yeah. had yeah. a couple once. Oh, he did. But like no, for no. different versions of hot, being a, being yeah. a policeman. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. The heat is on. <laughs> Correct. So just head to triplem.com.au and tell us which of these dad sayings uh, about as hot is your favourite, all right? So this is the first one. It's so hot, I saw two trees fight over a dog. Two trees, five. I've never heard that before. Really? Huh? But do you understand what it means? I guess, uh, Cashy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, if I have to explain okay. it, I'm in big trouble here. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hotter than a December bride in a feather bed. I'm not sure what that means. It's so hot. <laughs> it's a dad sort of saying, it's isn't it? It's a dad it? saying. It's an old one. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hot, I saw a chicken lay a fried egg. 
Okay. Oh, thank you very much. Now we're talking. And this is my my father's personal favourite, and I'm not really sure what it means. It's hotter than blue blazers. There you go. That's one that I was just talking about. That's a a Crockett and Tubbs one from Miami Vice. Yes, buddy. It's hotter than blue blazers. Which of (laughs) which of deserve that one? No, no. There you go. You got four options. Uh, which of the dad sayings about it's hot is your favourite? Uh, all for Hyundai. Brilliant cars, brilliant value. Special offers on now. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash, I'm Tony Squires. Doing it all for the New Zealand Double. The legendary double back at KFC. Good times. And speaking of good times, yesterday, uh, Pat, I did mention just how well Bernard Tomic or Bernard Tomic, which we're going to go, uh, how well his year has been going. <laughs> I might have actually bagged him a bit yesterday, but we did. You biggered him up. And then last night he comes out in the Hopman Cup, plays against Novak Djokovic, and wins in straight oh, yes. sets. And was a terrific start for the year for him. Fantastic, wasn't yeah. it? Fantastic performance. I mean, it, uh, Djokovic obviously has uh, been off a break. Uh, he's had a huge year, world number one, um, you know, winning... Uh, Winning the Australian Open, uh, final of French Open, mm. runner-up in the US Open, winning the World Championships, the end of the year, um, you know, and to come and, and to beat him first up, and he was he was flat out Djokovic. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't messing around, thinking, oh, okay, he was a bit. Easy. Of course, he's a little rusty, mm. but so was Bernard, you know. And uh, he he came out. He he liked playing. I mentioned that last night. So he actually likes playing Djokovic because he's a fan of his. He practices mm. with him a bit, and uh, that helps when you you played. You know, you don't feel overawed when you when you're playing a number world number one. But what a great performance, yeah. He's, there's no doubts about uh, Bernard. He's, he's talented. He's, he loves playing here in Australia as well. Has he got the uh, the mental fortitude to go on and win Grand Slams? Good question. Hmm. We don't know. So, hmm. uh, you know, he'll, he's only young. He'll improve. And uh, I think it's, it's, you know, he... I think even he knows that it's, it's, uh, that's an area that he needs to work on. Well, in fact, I think, uh, Boz, that's exactly what he said last night when asked about what he has been or what he should work on. Is there one particular aspect, Bernie, that you have been working on towards 2013? Yeah, I've been uh, working on my head a lot and trying to focus in between points and, 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 not, um, and not get distracted. Keep going, mate, because I can tell you it's working from where we're sitting. He's been working on his head. That's a, that's a good place to start, really, isn't it? Yeah, he, 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 head stands, is that what he's talking about? Yeah, but he's, he's only 19 as well, Cash. And a lot of people have been very harsh on him, haven't they? It's, well, you know, I think it's, it's fair to say that he, you know, he had a, we call it transition year last year, where the players have sort of worked his game out a little bit. Um, and it's, it's hard to play you know, at a high level the whole year. You know, yeah. it was like when you're away, you're travelling, mm. and it's just hard to get motivated. I've had some absolute mental meltdowns, and he's had a few last year, but uh, he's learning. Mm. Um, he's, you know, had a few hiccups, uh, you know, outside of tennis, and, of course, the tennis authorities have sort of said, okay, mate, had enough. You know, if mm. you can't fire up for Davis Cup, what's going on here? Take a break, work it out for yourself, and maybe that's the best thing. We don't we don't know. But, and when uh, you say tennis authorities, how does that work? Is that because the Australian tennis authorities have basically put money towards developing the then they have a say over here how he basically conducts himself and so forth. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they've put a lot of money into him and and support him, Tennis Australia, and uh, you know they feel well, well, we'll give it to somebody else who's really you know 100 percent determined to do that. He's he's got enough money anyway. He's got lots of sponsorships. He was the most successful junior, arguably the most successful junior in history, hmm. has come in and people are throwing money at him. So look, financially he's fine. And I think Tennis Australia said, look, you know, we, we'd prefer to have somebody who goes 110% in the Davis Cups and, and uh, other matches. And uh, that's, the, that's the Australian spirit. And, yeah. you know, take a break from it and work yourself out. And uh, perhaps something will click. You know, sometimes you just, I think we've all had moments in the yeah. sporting career where we go, you know what, 
I need to work harder or I better pull my head mm. in. I better fire up here. And, and I think most people are hoping that um, – that, that uh, something will click this year for Bernard. Cashy, they're, they're yeah. very different uh, animals now, aren't they, the tennis player from your day? You see last night those two very tall, lean kind of yeah, players. They seem to be the norm now rather than the more powerful unit when you were playing. And that's you right. Were. Yeah. No, that's right, because the, the courts are different. They're, they're harder courts, so they bounce higher. Um, so the taller player is now not limited, where my era, the courts were quicker, they were lower bouncing, so a tall guy would have to bend down. Mm. And he would be... So you had these shorter guys like myself... Michael Chang, mm-hmm. you go Agassi. Agassi, yeah, Agassi, even go back further, you go Johan Creek, really fast, low, rolling guys. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, and now because of the hard courts, the balls are bouncing up higher, you don't have to bend, scrape, go down mm. low. That's also the reason we're not seeing so many good volleyers because mm. in volleying you really do need to get down and, and mm. bend down to that level and players aren't used to that. But they've become, the points have become longer. So mm. you, they've become... Uh, instead of in our day it was more like sprinters Power powerful athletes. sprinters yep. no, not all of them but mm. any Stefan Hedberg and these guys sprint to the net and, and yeah. dart, dart around now they're almost they're, you know, 5,000 10,000 metre runners so mm. they're skinny and go, just go on and on and on and on and you know it's uh, for me, I don't know if it's a better, Cash, better thing a lot of influence from the clay courts, especially from Eastern Europeans and all that. Because, yeah, know, that's right. Yeah, yeah the Europe, Europeans, you've got, they've got great ground strokes. So you've, mm. you've got to be able to hit 20, 30 shots in a rally now. And mm. uh, that means longer rallies, means more endurance. That means you, you, you lean towards the endurance body type. Yeah. And body types are – tennis. the great thing about tennis, you can have all body types, but uh, – they're leaning towards that. And yeah. it may change. It may all change. right. Well, the only thing to say is that we're all back on board the Bernard Tomic bandwagon. Yeah, there's a bandwagon. Let's <laughs> jump on it. Never <laughs> <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> been off board twice, <laughs> Well, next Stay time, loyal. I want to get to you, Boz, <laughs> and your fishing experience. Oh, Summer, no. this should be good on the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash and Tony Squires. Well, for many people, it is, of course, a holiday time. And for me, I don't reckon there's any more, any better signal than you're on a break than if you're sitting in a tinny and throwing a line in the water fishing. That, to me, <laughs> that screams relaxation. That was what every holiday was about, going and getting the tinny and having a bit of a fish. You know, you catch your first flathead. Mm. There you go. You know, the world is, everything's good. Uh, I noticed that there was somebody overseas hooked a, a Porsche, uh, some, some fisherman. What, with uh, a crane? Yeah, no, it was, well, it was Porsche. It was a, a fishing boat that did it. You know, it was a terrific, uh, terrific catch. Uh, I just look at you, Mark Bosnich, and I know that you're, you're an outdoorsy type. Yeah. Um, I'm also a, uh, you know, like a bit of a stuff-up type, because I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Yes. Tell me your fishing exploits. Well, <laughs> when I was a youngster, we wee lad, growing up in the west of Sydney, every Christmas around January, just after Christmas, for about oh, a good 10 years, we'd go with the family up to Foster Tunkari. Mm-hmm. Hate the journey, because I didn't like to have long journeys, but fantastic place. You stay at the Bella Vista. It's about and two we hours. Used to go, yeah, well, two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> then we used to go fishing. Yeah, Two hours a lot for the bozo. Yeah. And we used to go fishing. And I haven't got the best of patience, as you know, so... Yeah. Dad used to have the proper rod, but my sister and I used to have the line in our hand. Mm-hmm. So I was bored after about an hour, and I said to my sister, Tanya, I said, watch this. I started flicking around, you know, like one of them rodeo guys that chucks <laughs> yeah, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, Dad's seen it, said, don't do that again. So me being me, as soon as he turned around, I said to my sister, watch this, I'll do it again. So I've done it again, and as I'm doing it, I'm laughing. It's only hooked me, and it's, the hook has gone right through my mouth, through my lip. <laughs> so Dad's oh. now come over. He's shouting at me. He grabbed my head in the head like that. Stay still! Like that, right? And he's like wrenched it out. And he, like that. my sister's done it. I went to cry or to laugh. Yeah, probably a bit I, of I both. I laugh, yeah. And then Dad threw me in the water and said, right, now you have to swim home. But actually went about... 
I'd say about oh, 200 metres until he turned back and come and get me. Oh, <laughs> tough love. <laughs> yeah, I remember another boat coming by. You all right? And I go, yeah, fine. Everything good. Oh, blood coming from my mouth. <laughs> the Bosnich fish. fish. Oh, it was a good lesson to learn. That is br- well, it is a good lesson. But, uh, well, it makes me I know of you, uh, Cash, if you've ever hooked a mate. <laughs> Are you alone? Uh, have you? I know it's a very dangerous thing. And I've got kids and always, you know, you're worrying about the hooks and where they go. Yeah. Give us a call, one triple three five three. I'm just going to put it out there just to see, you know, if anybody is as stupid as you. That's the question on the KFC Summer Session. We'll go a long way before that one, B-Man. Are you as stupid as Mark Bosnich? Have you hooked yourself or a mate while fishing? One triple three five three. on purpose, perhaps. Either. We love it. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yeah, we're doing it for the New Zing and Double, the legendary double back at KFC. Good times. Look, it's so good to have Mark Bosnich back in the studio. Just because we can ask people, are you as stupid as Mark Bosnich? Of course, oh, I am the yardstick. <laughs> yeah, <you> are. <laughs> on many yeah. a things, he's managed to hook himself while fishing through the lip. Uh, perfect hook up, though. That's what is good. It's very classy. Oh, you want to get it when you hook him? Oh, mate, absolutely marvelous. Through the top lip as well. Oh, the top. I showed you. Showed you. Little, little scar there. Showing little everybody scar. here yeah. in the at Triple M. Your, your, your scar. Proudest love punch. Love you, Cash. Yeah, and we asked, is anybody else stupid enough to have hooked up a mate? G'day, Chris. Good day, boys. How are you? Yeah, Good, thanks, Chris. Well. What'd you do? Please beat my story. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, a couple of mates were prawning one night down in one of the one of the rivers there. Anyway, we were uh, heading under the bridge, mm-hmm. and one of my mates started yelling and screaming, and we didn't know what was going on. Anyway, we've had a bit of a closer look, and uh, he's got this hook, his hook through his lip from a guy fishing off the bridge. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. come on. Oh, but that's not as bad as mine. It's not his fault, is it? Oh, How fast no, were you going? No, we've we, we ended up grabbing the line and cutting it with a knife. Oh. And by this time, Noel's teeth are hanging out. He's got falsies, so his falsies are hanging oh. out. He's got them on the floor. So we're trying, to, we're trying to find his teeth before they drop down into, underneath the boat, underneath the boat floor as well. So we ended up uh, cutting the line and just kept pushing the hook straight through. Oh. That is outstanding. Mm. Do you still go fishing together as a group? or? Is it oh, it's a story always told around the fire at the end of the day, yeah. mate. Oh. I bet every time he goes near that bridge, it brings Gee. back happy yeah. memories. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. That is genius. Oh, marvellous. we got marvelous. No- another Chris with us. G'day, mate. That, that was unlucky, wasn't it? Hey, boys. Yeah, Good thanks, Chris. Chris. What'd you catch? Mate, uh, I caught myself again, as, uh, as everyone has talked about. But um, I had a, uh, I wasn't even fishing, admittedly, unfortunately. Mm. I was walking out with the fishing gear, basically, to pack the boat. And then, uh, yeah, fishing gear had a hook hanging out of it. Didn't see it. As I walked past, it sort of grabbed my leg, stuck in my leg. <laughs> Finally cut myself away from the bag, and then basically, uh, the wife's gone, oh, you better go to emergency, get it all cut out. I uh, got to emergency, they couldn't actually do anything for probably about two and a half hours. Yeah. I'd, already booked, I'd already booked up for, for nine hours of golf, so when I'll, I'm going for nine hours of golf, then came back at 10.30 at night. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's a golfing addict. That is. Uh, I'm playing on. <laughs> yeah, first triple bogey, you're not very happy. What, after you play that golf round, where you hooked? <laughs> Shannon. How are you, mate? Uh, good. What's your hook? Uh, uh, well, when I was about five years old, I, um, I was fishing with my granddad. He was teaching me how to fish. Yep. And um, trying the line in, having a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And actually being a five-year-old, I got a bit bored, sat the rod down. Mm-hmm. Didn't think to look where the hook was. Yep. So uh, granddad sat on it. And, uh, yeah. Hook himself in the um, in the not so nice region where the sun don't shine. Oh. And to this day, I'm 23 and I still don't hear the end of it. Oh. Oh. Did you get a clip over the years? 
Oh, it's terrible. But you know, got to admit though, when you're in a fire and he tries to tell me this story after a couple of cans, <laughs> you can't do anything but piss yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fortunately, he can still do that too. That's the <laughs> part of the story. Thank you, Shannon. There you go. They're out well, there. You know what? They're, they're actually unlucky stories. They're not actually stupid stories yeah. like mine. So I think I've still got the top. I want ones when somebody's messed up. I love it. To make hey, me feel better. But what Mark about Bozich admitting. One, buddy. Mark Bozich admitting he's still the most stupid man in the room. That's what we love. Proud of it. Proud. This is. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Mark Bosnich, Pat Cash and Tony Squires, Adam Gilchrist will join us uh, a little bit later in the show. We'll, sozzled. of course, talk cricket. I don't think he'd be sozzled. He's such a professional. Why would you say he'd be sozzled? Because I'm talking about myself. I would be. And I, I know he would. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Welcome, boss from SCG. How's it going? We're very good here from Perth. <laughs> uh, look, I'm uh, interested, uh, Boz, because I haven't seen you since, oh. about your New Year's resolution. Yeah, we got uh, very close before Christmas, yeah, we didn't we? we? bonded. We went to uh, Les Miserables, that musical, wasn't it? Yeah, Les Miserables. <laughs> uh, now, you because so, I, I think I know where you're going with your New Year's resolution. It was something to do with... Weight. You, yeah. Yes, okay. I wanted to get back to my playing weight, which was between 92 and 95 kilos. Mm-hmm. And I think I've done quite well. I don't know how I look after, you know, well, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. yeah. But still, after that, you normally, uh, you know, you, you come in after that type of period and you're a little bit, you know... Yeah, you know, that's cheeks true. out type that's of stuff. True. Because uh, well, before you get tell me talk me through the routine and how it is yes. going, you should know that I, the good news today for anybody who's carrying a little bit of extra, you know, like I am, mm. uh, it says here in, in today's paper is if your New Year's resolution is to live a healthier life, mm. it might be best to ditch the diet and enjoy another helping of festive leftovers. So it says here for a bit of extra weight could actually help you live longer according to extensive research mm. from the good people at the Once You've Had Fat, You'll Never Go Back Association, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of your best. Twice, that's one of your best, buddy. It's actually US government researchers. Uh, they've, they've done the research. So, you know, a little bit of pud uh, isn't such a bad thing. So what have you US been doing? US government research. Yeah. Well, there's got to be research. something that's got to do with pharmaceutical yeah. companies making money out of this one. If it's a US yeah. pharmacy. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I, that's why I've been asking Cashy because obviously Cashy was uh, like, you know... Uh, one stage, I remember, I think at one stage, buddy, you were either voted or you were, I remember when I was growing up, the fittest athlete in Australia. The world, mate. The world. world. And world's no, sexiest no, no, grandfather, yeah. of course. Oh, yes. yes. He doesn't know about yeah. this. He doesn't know about I this. I was going to bring it up later, buddy. <laughs> I, I was just prepping it with the 98%. No, no, now, yeah, so I was asking Cashy before, you know, because he looks absolutely fantastic in his mm-hmm. seven years. I, I've actually gone from doing a lot of weights about a month ago mm. now to doing non, uh, it's like body weight exercises. So I've been doing a lot of running. Yep. Um, but high intensity running. So I've been running nearly, say, close to sprinting for 40 seconds and then 20 seconds oh, that's, walking. That's good. And yeah. also working with um, the ex sprint coach, Roger Fabry. I don't know if he's listening for Eastern Suburbs Roosters, has about 90 athletes go down to Centennial Park. I've been working with him three times a week in Sydney. That's mm-hmm. correct. Um, and then um, also the uh, oh. the pull-up bars and the push-ups and sit-ups. There's a routine that I think if anyone goes on YouTube and looks up Navy SEALs, oh, you know, that remember that thing I was doing? Yeah, that one, yeah. Hey, oh me! So I've been uh, doing that and singing while I've been doing it, which makes a lot of the tourists, uh, especially from Japan, look at me quite weird. Yes, but um, I always, you know, say hello to them and all that, this, that, and the other. So, Cash, what do you, in terms of your, uh, somebody who is an elite athlete? In term, fitness to keep yourself fit now. I see you in the studio. Obviously, there's uh, some weights there. Do you have some weights here? Who brought yeah. those in? Yeah, was it? Mark Guyer. I think from yeah, yeah Mark Guyer. But I brought them into this room actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what sort of regime do you have these days? Well, it's it's different. I I work on the a bit like we were talking before about the body types. So what your body needs to do 
to, uh, to well, I was, cause I'm still competing. I'm still yep. playing tennis. So mm. I don't have to go out there. It's the seniors' tournaments are shorter now. They're two sets and a tiebreaker. So it's only an hour and hour and a half. So there's no need for me to go long runs. Yep. And a, a good bit of advice um, I, I, I saw, I heard, I love the sprinting stuff. The sprinting coach yeah. is fantastic for somebody who's still an athlete. Mm. Um, absolutely. That's, that burns the, the quickest the, the, the quickest fat mm. at doing any high intensive stuff like that. Doesn't be very it, careful yeah. though. You've got to ease into it. I did. I've yeah, felt ease it a little bit it. the other day. But oh, yeah. a lot of people, it's a misconception, isn't it, Cashy? Uh, uh, because a lot of people think like a long distance run at slow pace for 45 minutes will burn more than, say, doing 10, 100 metres at the quickest you can. Even well, so. It depends what you, you want to look like. Yeah. It, the, yeah. guy, the guy said, look, look, look at the athlete you want to look like. A lot of this has got to do with body type too. I mean, mm. I'm never going to be a marathon runner. There's no way with these, the size of my legs and bum. Mm. You know, I'm just not going to be a marathon runner. But, but uh, he, he says the guideline was, look, have a look at the athlete, uh, athlete that you want to look like and do their exercises. So if you want to be tall and skinny and, and uh, you know, really thin, then mm. do your long-distance stuff. You know, if you want to be a... A bodybuilder, well, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go and check out his routine, and mm. et cetera, et cetera. But if you want to be a power athlete, sprinter sort of stuff, which is sort of what I, I need to do, I like the sprinting. And now, the any, any young fisherman out there, yes. if you want to be like me, do not hook yourself. I can tell you that from experience. But sprinting for 40 seconds, for me, if I have to... Oh, I sprint for 40 seconds. Yeah, well, no, as fast as you can for 40 seconds, walk for 20. Repeat right. that five times. Well, okay. the other thing is yeah. the, the latest research about depression is walking is the very best thing. So for... So get out, get out amongst it. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple AM. We uh, still got an hour to share with you. We'll catch up with Gilly in that hour. That's ahead. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double. The legendary double is back with two Zinger fillets at KFC. Good times.